0: A happy early Thanksgiving as we kick off the final week of 2019 regular season. What a year it's been, but yet still there's so much left at stake. I know I'm thankful that week 13 starts now.
1: Welcome to the ESFFL Podcast.
0: Hello, everybody. What's going on, League Mates?
2: Welcome in to
0: another episode,
2: a very Thanksgiving episode of ESFFL the podcast. I am your host and commissioner Zach.
0: And I'm your humble co-host and co-commissioner
1: Owen.
2: <laughs> you uh, emphasizing the humble today?
0: Very humble today. Being very humble.
2: That's very good Owen because you know what we have a lot to be thankful for. You want to know what I'm thankful for?
0: Um, give me one. Uh, give me one guess. Is it uh, not Christian McCaffrey? It is not Christian McCaffrey, because I have something as a surprise for you, Owen. Okay. I have clinched the playoffs, Ah, and that is what I am thankful for. Wow. Also, I am thankful for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I would be, because he's mainly the big reason why you're there in the first place.
2: I've never loved another man (laughs) as much as I love Christian (laughs) McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, he's done a lot for you. As for me, I think I'm pretty much thankful that I still have a freaking chance to even make it in the playoffs at this point. It's been a rough ride. It has, but
2: you know what? It's week 13. We're here at the end of the regular season and no better time than a week full of thanks to get it uh, kicked off a little bit early. We're doing the episode a little bit early, letting everybody have a nice holiday season with their families. So on that note, let's get right into the news. Weekly updates from around the ESFFL. Thank you, Kim. We appreciate it. And you can take Thursday and Friday off.
0: Yeah, just make sure to bring some leftovers because I know you can cook. So bring a couple <laughs> leftovers over to the, the office over here. Hey. All right. Thank you, Kim. Um,
2: So we have no trades this week, obviously. Trade deadline is up. Uh, so we just have a little bit of news, and that news is that I have clinched the playoffs. Oh, congratulations, sir. And the other news is that Hunter has been eliminated from the playoffs and will be playing in the toilet bowl this season. <sighs>
0: I had a lot of hope for him. He's one of my candidates to come out the bottom tier, and just it never came to fruition.
2: Never panned out for Hunter. I mean, he had uh, he had a lot of trouble this year. Yeah. I mean, in the other seasons that he's been in our league, he's been a contender in, I think, all of them, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, this year, just had a little bit of bad luck. He drafted David Johnson. That's not bad luck. That's bad drafting. That's what I like to call it.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Poor David Johnson.
2: Yeah. And we can say whatever we want, because I don't think Hunter's listening.
0: Probably not. I don't <laughs> think he has since week three.
2: Well, you know what? Uh, Hunter's eliminated. I've clinched playoffs. We also have just some a little bit of slight news here. So Josh and David have essentially clinched playoffs, but they're still fighting based on points or based on record. Um, But Steve's going to need to climb quite a hill and we'll get into all of that a little bit later. But Owen, let's uh, real quick get into the waivers. So since we're doing this early, we're not going to be having this week's waiver ads on this show. So we're going to be just going over the ones that we had from last week. And let's start right up here with the Shrimp Fried Geis. Oh, and they picked up the Jags defense, paid
0: $0. Yep. Uh, Steve went ahead and started them, which it really didn't matter what defense he started this week. He got started none. He would have still kept the shellacking over my team, but we'll get into that later. It, it didn't For me, it seemed like there wasn't really too many defenses that actually did good this week.
2: Yeah, there. you know what? There probably wasn't. I can only think of a handful, uh, that being the Patriots, the Niners. And other than that, I'm not really sure if any had great weeks. Um, Even the Patriots only had 11. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did they have more than your other defense, though? No. (laughs) No, they did not.
0: (laughs) My Falcons defense did not.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, next up on the waivers, uh, I picked up myself, the California Golden Yetis, got Nikhil Harry, and the Packers defense. And these were both uh, Sunday morning pickups. So I needed to play somebody, found out Brita was going to be inactive for the Sunday night game. Um, I went and got Nikhil Harry because Sinu wasn't playing either. So, I mean, just somebody, a warm body to fill a spot at that point. <laughs> I guess you could have literally not
0: played him, though.
2: <laughs> I could have. I mean, I yeah, but I'm a competitor, so I'm put a put the best team out there every week. Hey, Tabo, take notes. Also picked up the Packers defense. Uh, they look like shit, so who knows? Yeah, um, yeah that was bad. Next up, though, we got the Fireball Finger Blasters. Diego picked up Josh Lambeau this week, paid $0. So everyone's just out here getting free players on the waivers. Yeah. Uh, next up, though, Talladega Tribe Pugs picked up Dallas Goddard for not free, $23, thinking that somebody else would bid. Josh was the only one there, though. Um, also, Team Knock on Wood, if you're with me, picked up Young Wei Koo for 0 The Green Bowl Packers picked up the Raiders' defense for 7 And cooking with Dalvin picked up Jameis Winston and Bo Scarborough, both for $0.
0: Really wishing that Jameis Winston didn't go off on my defense. And I dropped him specifically to pick up that defense, and he made me pay (laughs) for it.
2: Yeah, Jameis had one of those uh, rare Jameis good weeks, and uh, Jared picked a good week to uh, pick him up for his team for sure. (sighs) Yeah, that's right. so that is it for all of the waivers, and in lieu of the uh, the trade discussions that we normally have here, we wanted to throw in somewhat of a playoff primer slash take back a look at the whole regular season for these teams that have made the playoffs so far. So we've got uh, myself, Jared, and Christian that have actually clinched the playoffs, and let's just start right up at the top, Owen. Oh, Jared, he's had overall a great season. I believe he is 10-2 and two now. Or nine and three, nine and three. So he's just overall been pretty good, and I mean he's had Dalvin Cook play all season, and uh, he's been one of those guys that's kind of carried him from the start.
0: Yeah, Jared has really come up to one of those teams that, rightfully so, have been the number one spot here, and week in week out with leading with Dalvin Cook, he's just managed to figure it out and and come up with major wins and close ones as well.
2: Yeah, I mean he started out the season on what a three-game winning streak, I believe. Um, four game, actually. He beat Diego in week four. So he's just been kind of hot from the get-go. Um, and also, he's just had some good coaching decisions. He's made a lot of trades. I mean, we've all made a lot of trades. So it's looking pretty good for Jared, and he's had a good season. Next up, though, we got Christian in second place. And Christian's story is a little bit different. So he started yeah. out really slow. I believe he was one in three, right? Now
0: he started off, uh, was it? Two and oh I'll tell I'll tell you right now. Started out two and oh and then went lost three straight lost after. Lost three straight. Okay. So he was two and
2: three after the first five weeks and then he just went on a hot streak there and uh he had what seven straight wins, something like that. So he's been having a excellent sort of middle half of the season there, and he's earned himself a spot up top in the league for sure.
0: Yeah, and for me, Christian has been the candidate for coach of the year for me in the ESFL because of the way from the beginning of the draft his draft was a very high risk high reward draft when it came to uh, players that were being suspended injured and just overall throughout the season were kept getting hurt and he had to come behind, come back from a, a 2 and 3 deficit coming off that three game losing streak to win six straight and that was incredible the way he's done it. and he's probably been one of the most active traders Within the league, yeah, as well. he's taken he's taken a really aggressive approach to building
2: his team this year. Yeah, making him really top heavy, not so many uh, people that he can sub in in case of major injuries or anything. But he's been able to bandage up those spots just just successfully enough there to get himself on that long winning streak. And man, it's it's been a good year for Christian. So congrats yeah, to you as well, absolutely. And also myself, I clinched the playoffs. We've talked about it a few times. My season's been very up and down as well, so I went. I was hot and I was cold, hot cold. I mean, I've just kind of been fighting all year long. So I think that's why I'm so thankful for being in the playoffs because I've had like a very. I fought every week this season. and I finally made it, so locked in a, a playoff berth there, and I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been interesting as your co-host <laughs> here, watching, witnessing as, it all. Yeah, and just watching how things progressed and moves that you've made. A lot of question marks for me on my end, but you've managed to come up on top clinching playoffs and it's worked out in your favor yeah and
2: uh i basically wasted my second round i think a second round pick i picked up a
0: b oh yeah it might have been the third i would say the third because second pick that's major
2: oh man i'm trying to think of who i went it might have been oh no i got chris carson in the second round i think Uh, and then on the flip i got a b so yeah i mean losing my third round pick for the whole season and i mean it's I've been able to at least patch together enough wide receivers to get me through. And I'm excited to see what the playoffs hold, uh, in the fourth and fifth spots though, we have Josh and David who are essentially clinched. Um, like we talked about a little bit earlier and all they're really waiting on is to see if Steve outscores them by like a hundred points this week. So other than that, they're pretty locked in cause that's kind of unlikely seeing as how fantasy scoring doesn't really work like that. So they've got a pretty good lock on the season here. Uh, Josh's team Started out very hot, went very cold. He's won, I think, the last two weeks now, so he's kind of riding a, a hot start there into the playoffs. David, he's been fighting to get respect put on his name all year, and uh, he's finally gotten it. He's he's pretty much in the playoffs, and I think we all know that David's team's pretty good. We've been uh, putting respect on his name in the power rankings for a lot of weeks, and congrats to both of them. Uh, a little early, but, I mean, it's it's pretty locked in. So this is where it gets interesting, Owen.
0: Yeah, well, I would say barring like a, a nearly 200-point game from Steven, it's going to take pretty much that and a win and both of them to lose for for Steven to overcome uh, that if I happen to win. So there's a lot <laughs> that needs to happen. So say if I win, Josh or David <laughs> lose, and Steven wins his matchup by like 200, then he's locked in. But, I mean, barring that happening, I mean, it's pretty much... They're pretty much locked in. you know. Yeah,
2: no, for sure. But like I said, this is where it gets interesting, Owen, is at the bottom. So in sixth place is yourself, and fighting for the playoffs is Steve <clears throat> in seventh. So you're hanging on by a thread here.
0: Yeah, and I can't believe how I just a blink of an eye I managed to find myself here. I could have sworn I was first place in the league not too long ago, and here I am on the fringe of the sixth, sixth playoff spot looking on the outside in. <laughs> Potentially, yeah,
2: and for your team, it's you've been the highest scoring team the entire year, yeah, based on the, points which is total. Mind boggling, and that you're sitting here at the edge of extinction fighting for your life this week, uh, with a <laughs> uh, one like game lead on Steve. It's very close. And
0: for you to make playoffs, Owen, you need a win straight up. That's it. All I need to do is win. And who other than my peer to the left of me, Mr. I Zach. will be your
2: opponent this week. Yeah. That is true, but for Steve to make the playoffs. Uh, he's going to need to win as well, and you will need to lose. And if that is if that happens, I believe Steve will move into the playoffs. Is that true? That is true.
0: Yeah. If, so if I lose straight up and Steven wins, Steve's he's in. in. He's in. Yep. But if but if I lose and he loses, I'm in. Yep. So. Steve needs
2: a win. You need a win. So it's a it's a do or die situation for you both. So much stress. It is. Honestly, the best way I could imagine this regular season coming down. like, Not for me. We've all been playing in the league for 10 years. Us three have been in the league the entire time. Uh, a few others have, obviously. But I mean, I'm sitting here, you versus Steve, fighting for your lives. It's going to be very exciting.
0: Last year, I was in a very similar position, though, where I started off really, really hot. And then towards the end, I found myself on the fringe, barely made it into playoffs, was knocked out quite immediately. <laughs> so,
2: well, we'll see how it plays out this year, I Owen. I feel a
0: little bit better than I did last year, but oh, man. But who knows? Yeah, it's it's crazy. And just I I would say this has been a crazy awesome regular season that we've had. To me, it's been the best best season of football that we've had, um, uh, you know, just overall as a group. Are you going
2: to feel that way if you're eliminated this week?
0: No. Okay. I'm pretty much <laughs> canceling the league next year uh <laughs> if that is the case.
2: On that note though, Owen, let's take a look at at week 12 and uh see what went down this last week let's not
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's start right out hey what happened what the fuck happened man man steven is going off yeah so we'll start right there owen
2: Uh, The first matchup here we got is the area 5150s, Owen at 6-5 versus the shrimp fried guy, Steve, at 5-6. With Owen's team fighting for its life and Steve's team surging, this matchup was truly one to watch. Taking a look at the 5150s, Owen made a great call in streaming Baker Mayfield against Miami, scoring 25 points while going over 300 yards and scoring three touchdowns. Leonard Fournette also played great, scoring two touchdowns and amassing 159 yards on 33 total touches. Jared Cook also had a great game with 99 yards and a touchdown, just missing the 100-yard bonus. But the bonus was the least of Owen's worries this week, with a couple weak performances coming from staples of his team. Steve's team showed that they were a real contender this week with the explosion we all witnessed Monday night by Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. His star wide receivers have finally come to play, combining for 32 points, but the stars of his team this week were Zach Ertz, who scored 21, and DJ Moore, who scored 31. This spelled disaster for the 5150s as Steve knocks Owen to the brink of a toilet bowl berth. Final score in this one,
0: 129.65 to 169.66. Jeez, man. And I can't even put my finger on what it was that really turned the tide, besides, of course, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram. You sound audibly upset. <laughs> you sound actually sad. Like I hear it in your voice that you're disappointed in the
2: outcome of this last week.
0: Very much so. Not only because it was a very key win or key matchup, one that I thought for sure I had a pretty good chance of winning. And if you win, you locked it up. Right, and there would be no questions going into this week. And the fact that I also bet $20. That yeah, was losing
2: also... losing real money is never good.
0: <laughs> but I mean, the DJ Moore was like this is not going to turn out well. No. Once I saw him go for 30 plus, it was just When you
2: get somebody out of the flex putting up
0: 30, you yeah. know it's probably not going to turn out too well for you. Exactly. And I mean, I got I got pretty much what I expected from a lot of my players a couple short ends of the stick. I should say though, Josh Jacobs getting pulled by the third quarter—that was not very fun. Five yeah, points. the
2: Rams were losing by like a hundred points as well, just like the Jets or just like the Raiders were the other day against
0: the Jets. And the Rams played everybody all games, so at least they were out there. I mean, it made no—it sen- made no sense to me because the third quarter, you're pulling your entire offense off the field. Why? You need that game to win. If you're, if you're they you're were just playing.
2: content on losing. I don't really get it. It's just, Gruden, just
0: win, baby. John Gruden, <laughs> John Gruden. suck my ass.
2: <laughs> Damn, like that, Owen? Yeah, no, I'm right. at John man. Gruden. I'm gonna call him, tell him yeah. that you said this on our episode. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he, <laughs>
0: he just uh, very frustrating.
2: Yeah, so you took a forty point L, and like like we said in the in the read here, uh Owen, you're on the edge of the toilet bowl berth, and Steve is on the outside looking in. So. It's going to be close coming down to this last week for sure. But the next matchup up here, Owen, we got Zeke of Nature, Tavo at 3-8, and eight, versus the California Golden Yetis, myself, at 7-4. and four.
0: Well, we saw this one coming a mile away. I mean, it was no, no question, no doubt that Tavo was not going to perform. <laughs> Zach and Tavo went at it, didn't even bother to try, <laughs> which we still, we will get into this in just a little bit, by the way. But despite a so-called bye week, the Golden Yetis found themselves in an uncomfortable position, nearly being two roster moves away from taking an L, with seven players going for single digits, including the shellacking on the Rams' <laughs> Todd Gurley and Cooper Cup, Mark Andrews, and the Saints' D. Thankfully for Zach, it was yet again a day saved by Christian McCaffrey, scored twice with 60 yards receiving and rushing, hauling in another 30-point day. As for Tavo, playing a player on bye and one designated out for the game, he has quickly become a liability in this league, and his return for next year deserves to be put into question with another tarnish on the league's integrity.
2: Oh, are you trying to kick Tom out of the league? I'm,
0: I, okay, let me say, I don't want oh, to kick man. him out, but, I mean, come on, man. Even even if you're 1-11 and, and 11 at this point, you have to at least put the effort forward because of what it could mean for the rest of the league like it's like
2: yeah it's, i mean you're right it, it has a lot of it has a lot to do with the standings especially coming down to the edge here um but i mean tavo and, you're welcome back in my league <laughs> owen apparently wants you out i'm not but, i'm not
0: saying i want him out but it should be put up to question because this isn't the first instance where we had some questionable non-starts from him
2: that's true what we need is we just need everybody to try all year long i mean diego's been terrible all year and he's made some waiver moves like he picked up somebody this week to play so he ended I mean, up mean my ass he, he loves last week you're right <laughs> and he's been eliminated so i mean you just got to keep fighting but i hope that tav i mean i know that he will because he doesn't want to lose i mean he might i don't know but he might. See <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's got the uh, toilet bowl to come up, so he's gonna have to make some moves here. He's gonna get some more fab back, and I mean, he'll be able to
0: hopefully pick up some players when, as, as soon as Week 14 starts. I don't even know about that because he said, "I kind of look forward to losing the toilet bowl." So you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he what? wants
2: to dance, he's gonna be good at it. That's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so I got a victory this week. I'm eight and four now. Clinch playoffs. Tavo uh drops to three and nine. So. Firmly entrenched in toilet bowl contention as a uh, strong favorite, actually. Yeah, Next man. matchup up, though, we got the Fireball Finger Blasters. Diego at 2-9 versus the Talladega Tripugs. Josh at 6-5. With the Finger Blasters already clinching a toilet bowl berth, there was little to 5 for in Week 12. The players on his team must have felt that way as well, with only two players scoring in double digits. George Kittle, who scored 129 yards in a touchdown, and Golden Tate, who scored 10 points. Uh, That was it, though. For the Tri-Pugs, this was a get-right game as a strong start to the season has carried his team to playoff contention as he had also struggled for the middle stretch. Great performances from star players Nick Chubb, who went for 164 and a touchdown, and Chris Godwin, who had 36 points, overshadowed a less-than-stellar performance from the Seahawks stack of Russell Wilson and Chris Carson. Who combined for only 12.6 points. Wow. Josh finds himself in a good place though, earning a playoff spot by means of total points. Final score in this one 81.13 to 145.88.
0: Yeah, I mean 81 points. Wow, first of all. That's yeah. not a lot. And he tried. He tried, yeah. He <laughs> legit, that was a legit effort. Um, so that's just very disappointing. And uh David yeah, he called had, it out.
2: I think he had Matt Ryan, though, who had like one.
0: Yeah, that's so, that's bad. And he it called bad. it out like from the get-go, it's like I'm sorry, <laughs> like well, I'm sorry, I'm so bad or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. It made me laugh in real life.
0: LOL. <laughs> but yeah, for for uh, for Josh, a good victory overall, nonetheless, um, something that he definitely needed coming off a pretty rough couple weeks there.
2: Yep, and he put up 145, so it's a pretty respectable score. He's going to move to seven and five there. Diego's dropping to a lowly two and ten.
0: Wow, it's well, tough. Congratulations, Joss, on locking in the playoff spot.
2: Yep. Next matchup though, we got Team Knock on Wood if you're with me. David at six and five versus the Green
0: Bull Packers, Hunter at four and seven. And it was quite the battle between these two with another close game. Kicking things off for Hunter, Drew Brees threw for three eleven and a three touchdowns for twenty four points against Carolina, which quadrupled the sad day from Rodgers beating from the Niners. The latest trade acquisition in Lev Bell put up fifteen point two five against the what I guess you can call the Raiders, that was definitely not them. Uh, lastly, for Hunter, Calvin Ridley had a breakout game for 19.8, scoring a touchdown and catching six targets for 85 yards. However, team, knock on wood, if you're with me, made a statement with the Jonathan Williams pickup. or, or Yeah, Jonathan Williams, right? Uh Sure. <laughs> with Jonathan Jonathan Williams pickup, who made a statement filling in for David's injured Marlon Mack taking 26 carries for 104 in a touchdown, scoring nearly 24 points. But yet again, it was David's MVP and Michael Thomas who caught 10 targets for 101 in a touchdown, going for 22.85 points. David becomes that much closer to officially securing a spot in this year's playoffs, winning an important matchup. Final score in this one, 114.41 to 97.3.
2: And it's a good win for David. So he's going to yeah. be also in the same position as Josh there, moving to 7-5. and five. Uh, essentially locking in the playoffs based on total points. And Hunter has officially, like we spoke about earlier, is in the toilet bowl. So he's 4-8. and Um, He'll be fighting for that Napoleon Dynamite dance video. Uh, But his team's actually pretty decent. I don't know about his chances of winning that or losing that. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But he's got a good chance to come out on top of that or at least be up towards
0: the – at least not eliminated, you know? I think it'd be interesting to see who he faces because it could be another contender who we pretty much wouldn't think would lose it all. And Yeah, like you or Steve. It, I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: it'll be interesting because he's one of those teams that if he's got in the playoffs and had a good week that he could take out anybody. His team is pretty decent. Um, he's got good receivers, decent running back in Le'Veon Bell now, so he looked better towards the end of the season. Just didn't wasn't enough uh, at the end, so... Yeah. Last matchup, though, we got cooking with Dalvin, Jared, at 8-3 versus the euphoric moneybags, Christian, also at 8-3. A great back-and-forth matchup this week between the two top seeds and only teams that have clinched playoffs by Week 11. Jared got a good Jameis week as Winston went over 300 yards and scored three touchdowns. A solid day for Kamara, backed by a huge week by Jarvis Landry, who went for 148-2 was just enough to beat the Moneybags this week as Christian's team really struggled at quarterback. It was a tough week for Dak against the Patriots, but the Moneybags fought hard with Hopkins, Elliott, Edelman, and Derrick Henry all having excellent weeks scoring in the double digits, highlighted by Henry's 32-point effort. But with Dak scoring only eight points, Christian died at the hands of Jason Garrett by only a touchdown. Final score in this one, 143.62 to 136.34.
0: And you know I can go on and on and on about this whole Jason Garrett thing, (laughs) but what do you think about this matchup? Does this have any sort of play out on what we could potentially see in the
2: playoffs? Well, I mean, absolutely. So Jared has locked in a bye week. Um, I guess we should have put that in the news. I didn't even think about it. But But Jared locked in a bye week. Uh, We both picked Christian to win this last week, and turns out Jared won. So put that put our notes up on his bulletin board in the team locker room, and they were inspired. Or I mean, yeah motivated at least by what we said that they were going to lose and they went out there and put up a good week against Christian and uh, beat him and put Christian in a spot where he's now fighting for the uh, bye week
0: there with myself at the same record eight and four yeah and Jared himself even after listening to last week's podcast called it out and said I love it when they don't choose me because he's gonna prove he's gonna prove us wrong which he absolutely did he did and man, just another reason why he deserves to be in that number 1 spot with that first week by. So, congratulations for him.
2: Yep, 100% earned it there. Oh, yeah. Um had a great season, like we said, moving to 9 and 3, Christian dropping to uh just 8 and 4 there. So, not a big deal. He had a great little run there. Uh he put in the group chat today that it was it was nice to finally get a loss out of the way because he's going to have to take one eventually and better true. now than in the playoffs. 100%. So, on that note though, Owen, that is it for our recap. Let's take a look at the week 12 sleeper report. Are you ready?
0: Let's do it.
2: All right. The best manager, myself.
0: Well done, perfect sir. Perfect
2: possible lineup. Only scored 105. <laughs> but I had a ton of people on buy slash not playing. So, of course, it's going to be that way. The worst manager this week was Diego. So, he's at the worst lineup. Only scoring 62% of his perfect possible. That's Damn, tough. Yeah. That's not a lot. Um, no. And I actually believe it would have been enough. I don't think so. No, it wasn't enough. So, Hey, at least there's some at least there's some promise in losing by too much. Uh, the biggest blowout was that matchup against uh, Josh there for Diego, so that was a seventy nine percent margin. That's I think, massive. I think that's our biggest of the year. Maybe uh, the narrow victory this week five point three percent. That was Jared and Christian's matchup. The high score of the week we'll speak to in just a little bit here. Everybody's
0: have to favorite
2: know? man, youngster, leaf God. Yep, everyone loves him on the pod. Uh, we're going to be talking to him a little bit here and going over his matchup with Owen, which is going to be very interesting.
0: It's going to sting.
2: The low score of the week, uh, Tavo in the Zeke of Nature. The overachiever of the week, Steve, overachieved by 26%. Uh, Diego so missed his expectation by 36. Quarterback of the week, Lamar Jackson. Running back of the week, Leonard Fournette. Running, or Wide receiver of the week, Chris Godwin for Josh. Finally had a great comeback week there. Titan of the week, George Kittle. Kicker of the week, Will Lutz, which is really frustrating. I freaking hate Will Lutz. <laughs> defense of the week, the Steelers' defense. So, hey, great week 12, everybody. Congrats on everybody that got a win. Uh, sucks to everybody that got a loss, but, hey, that's life.
0: Thank you, sleeper.
2: Yep. And, Owen, let's update now the podcast
0: pick So. I can't even win this shit either.
2: Yeah, it's not looking good for you. Yeah. You missed Three out of five, and I got four out of five correct. So that brings my total to 39 and yours to 34, essentially locking this in, Owen. Unless you go full contrarian <laughs> on me this week. I have no choice. You have no choice. You have to pick completely opposite of me in every matchup
0: and hope that you get them all right. I might, I just have one thing to ask. What's up? Just choose against me, please. I will. Okay, thank you. i I didn't want to sink that low
2: no no i will (laughs) i will pick myself but like we said earlier uh steve was the high scorer of the week this week so let's bring him on to the podcast okay so we got steve on the line here steve welcome back to uh esffl the podcast this is your third uh time showing up here and no better time than week 12 versus my co-host owen yeah, glad to be here,
1: man. What up, Zach? What up, Owen? What up, League Mates?
2: Your <laughs> it's your boy, Young's to leave. So, Steve, you had a great win against Owen this week. Uh how did you how did you see this one playing out from the get go going into this week? What were you thinking? Okay, and
1: then Zach, that's a great question. Um, but before before I answer that, Brad. Uh, Let's hear uh-oh. it. Uh oh. Due to my boy Owen's uh, gracious heart and Venmo. Uh,
0: oh god.
1: Uh, I got me a little that sticky icky, so I'm gonna spark this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
2: man. That's wonderful. So you have sparked it you've sparked a dude now and with Owen's money <laughs> <laughs> talking to him live on the air. I'm glad to be a service of your health.
1: <laughs> Lighting Owen's money on fire as we
2: speak. <laughs> it's a beautiful sight. So, Steve, you, my question to you. Uh, it was, how did you see this one playing out from the get-go? And, I mean, you did you project a win? Did you kind of see this coming?
1: Um, honestly, I did not see the win. Or I always expect the win, but uh, this week was a toss-up. I'm fighting for my life here. Um, I was just lucky to skate by with the win. My matchups looked good. Diggs, Diggs was on the
2: bench um but yeah my guys stepped up big time they did and i mean huge in this like you said you're fighting for your life and uh owen's obviously now fighting for his life so you've pushed him to the playoff brink of extens- extinction here um and he's gonna be facing off with me this week so you're gonna be fighting for your life you're playing christian this week uh if you go, if you win you're gonna be getting into the playoffs as long as Owen loses or you outscore him by a crazy amount of points, but you're gonna to need a to win no matter what. So looking at your matchup against Christian this week, uh what are you what are you thinking about this one that's going to be the keys to your success?
1: Keys to success, man. So I need this dub. And all my guys are healthy. We got Devontae back. We got OBJ, uh, with Baker looking good again.
0: True,
1: um, Christian's got probably right
0: now the best team in the league, most talented uh, for sure.
1: Um, in my opinion, Zach's got CMC, but, um, those are the two heavy favorites, but I, I wouldn't have it any other way, bro. I'm going to beat one of the favorites, hopefully. And then, um, once I make it into the playoffs, uh, Ain't no one going to want to see me,
2: Brad. It's true, because, man. man, I'm scared of you, Steve. In the playoffs, your team is looking phenomenal lately. Right. Not at the right time. I'd be lying to you, Steve, if I said that it didn't cross my mind to maybe slip O in a win this week with a bad lineup <laughs> and keep you out of there. Man,
0: it's like could. that, huh? You
2: have that power right now. I do have that power. (laughs) Like I really am the deciding factor of what goes down in the playoffs. And I mean,
0: don't let it get to your head. Now
2: what I can't do Steve though, is give you the victory or give Owen the lot or give Owen the victory. My mistake, uh, because I'm fighting for the bye week So I think that's what it's going to come down to for me is I've got to, I've got to get the win. So I'm not going to be able to just kick you out. So you're going to be having a chance this week and I'm going to be doing my best to beat Owen and maybe
0: see you in the playoffs. Oh, definitely the shrimp fried
1: guys. We don't want it easy, man.
0: No, man, and it certainly hasn't been like. The, tell me about like how you're feeling towards the beginning of the season in comparison to now, because I know it was a rough road. He's lost yeah. a lot of receivers. There's uh, been a lot of moves
1: that have been made to get to this point to even have a chance. But I'm telling you, man, this year I'm feeling so good that all my guys are healthy because I got Lamar in like the tenth, ninth, or tenth round, super late. I got the double stud wide receivers, and now I got Ingram
2: going. And I got Ertz in the fourth round. I took a risk and took a tight end early. Ertz has been playing a lot better as of late. Um, he's yeah. kind of been what everyone expected him to be coming into the season. So it's it's working out for you at the right time. And if you don't Imagine make playoffs, Steve, it's going to be a season of what-ifs, really. like it's, Because your team is looking really good.
1: Yeah, we're very strong, but yeah, we just got to make it there.
2: Just got to make it to the big dance,
0: man. I, I, one, I just want to ask one more question about our matchup, and then we can move forward to what's ahead. Yeah. How? How, how did? How did? How did we get here? And for <laughs> you, what? What really was it that was like? You know what? This is this is gonna take my team to the top. Because honestly, I was looking at it the whole time, thinking, I got this. Like, I like my team. I got this. And to put up nearly 170, man. That's no easy task. And, and, and y'all, y'all see James
1: White and Montgomery going for like six points too. Right. So. Mm-hmm. There was some points left on the board, so Josh and uh, and my boy David better watch out, bro. I might throw up a two hundred piece this week. Oh, hey, boy. you
2: very well could, and potentially kick one of them out. Who knows? Because I am looking at your roster right now. You've got uh, Stephon Diggs coming back off the bye that you'll probably be able to plug into your lineup there and get some of those oh, yeah. get some of those bad points out.
0: And what's, yep. what's crazy is that even okay, say even if I win, if Josh or David loses, I think they are a closer point differential, and if they lose and you win, you might actually overtake one of them.
2: Yeah, like like Steve said, it's just gonna need a lot of points from it's gonna need a lot of points from them, so it's gonna be really exciting coming down to the final week of the season here. Uh, Steve, you've been fighting all season long. Owen, you've been fighting all season long, and I can't wait to see how uh, how it comes to comes to fruition here for each of you guys. Oh, definitely, man. Steve, you got any last words you want to say on the podcast today to all your peers listening? There's a lot of them.
0: What's what's yeah, the fried man. guys got to say? Yeah, man. For the final statements, I
1: guess. As I'm hitting this fine joint from my boy <laughs> Owen. I'd love to be I would love to be hitting this with y'all if I was in Fresno.
2: Hey, the, uh, championships are actually on my birthday. So if you do want to come down, that might be a good day to watch me and you in the, in the finals. Oh, wow.
1: Um, And if I'm not in the finals, I might not come. (laughs) That is reasonable. Now, either way, I, I, I would love to be
2: there. Hey, it's going to be exciting. But, uh, did you even say any last words? I kind of skipped that. My bad.
1: Oh shit. No, um, I, I just kept hitting, hitting the little (laughs) 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 roast. Um. But I guess uh final words, man, it's been a fun season. Uh thank you, Owen, for trading me fucking Ingram. And Dang it. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought we're gonna get past that.
2: Yeah, sorry. We yeah. gotta cut you off, Steve. Owen looked at this trade just before the podcast here. It was Mark Ingram for Miles Sanders and twenty five Fab. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I woke up to a gift in the morning, <laughs> yeah. a blessing. A beautiful yeah. morning.
2: Oh, man. Well, that really didn't work out for Owen. It has worked out tremendously for Steve so far. But, Steve, thank you for coming on to our show again. We appreciate it, and good luck on your Week 13 matchup, my friend.
1: Hey, thank you, Zach. Thank you, Owen. And deuce. Later, y'all. Later. See you, man. Thank you,
2: Steve. And we do appreciate you coming on to another episode of the podcast. You've been on, what, three now, I believe? So thanks for coming back yeah
0: and despite how salty i am about the whole situation it was a well deserved win and you know what I, hats off to you sir 100
2: and you're going to be fighting for this next week so good luck there uh let's take a look now though owen at the week 13 power rankings and standings
1: come on tell, me, tell, me, tell me.
0: I know I fell. I'm not standing anymore. I'm falling. <laughs> no, <laughs> I so, can't
2: get up. Oh, man. Let's take a look, Owen. So we'll start at the bottom of the power rankings. In 10th place, Tavo.
0: No surprise there.
2: Yeah. ninth place, Diego. 8th place, Hunter. 7th place, Josh. Ooh. We might be shocked about that one. He's 7th last week, though, as well, I believe. 6th place, you, Owen. Uh, tied for 4th, actually, Steve and David. And in huh. third place, myself, second place, Christian, and first place, Jared. Wow. Yeah, the top two
0: are accurate in my eyes. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Okay. Throwing a little bit of shade, but top it's okay. Top two, the last
0: two. Everyone else is...
2: I think six is the most accurate.
0: No. <laughs> six is a little low for me. I feel like it's a good week to bounce back, and I'll show you guys the next power rankings where we sit.
2: All right, well, we'll find out if that's true, Owen. But let's take a look at the real standings now, the ones that actually matter. From uh, from 10th place, we'll start there. In 10th place, Diego at 2 and 10. In 9th place, Tavo at 3 and 9. In 8th place, Hunter at 4 and 8. 7th place, Steve at 6 and 6. 6th place, Owen also at six and six fifth place, Josh at seven and five fourth place, David at seven and five third place, myself at eight and four second place, Krishna eight and four. And in first place, Jared at nine
0: and three. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the, looking back at the whole le- uh, regular season, this is about just about where I had it. I mean, obviously I had myself a little bit higher, but I'm, yeah, I would say there's a good picture for how the the season turned out for sure. For sure, it's
2: been it's been pretty uh, close all year like we've all expected and still uh, everybody's within just a couple games of each other. So it really came down to the end and we got to week 13 and just one team's left fighting for their life. So, very exciting stuff.
0: Yeah, and man, like we like we keep talking about these playoff scenarios are going to be crazy to see, especially with the point differentials. Um there's not a real not a lot of different changes are gonna happen despite maybe maybe barring like a 200 point effort by anybody um maybe just a couple changes in seating that's pretty much all I can see from here
2: yep uh but let's take a look now Owen at week 13 Wow I don't even know if that's the right
0: song is it I think so
2: it might be All right, so... Week thirteen is here—the last week of the regular season. Owen,
0: man, I cannot be more hyped right now.
2: Yeah, it is very exciting stuff, and I can't wait to see how it all plays out. But
0: we, we have to really go into some of these
2: for sure. Uh, the first one up, though, we got the Talladega Tri Pugs, Josh at seven and five, versus the Green Bowl Packers, Hunter at four and eight. And in this one, uh, Hunter's locked into the the Toilet Bowl. Josh locked into the playoffs, essentially. So not much to fight for here except for seeding for Josh. Uh, So at quarterback spot, we got Russell Wilson versus Drew Brees. In the running back spot, Josh has Nick Chubb and Chris Carson versus Le'Veon Bell and Kalen Balazs. In the wide receiver spot, Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson for Josh versus Sutton and Julio Jones for Hunter. In the tight end spot, we got Hunter Henry versus Greg Olson. And in the flexes, Tevin Coleman and Debo Samuel versus Calvin Ridley and Marvin Jones. So, Owen. Uh, The projections have this one in favor of Josh, uh, 74%, 26. And what what do you see about this one? How do you think it's going to play out?
0: All right. For this one, I see Russell Wilson possibly having a good comeback game. But, uh, man, with this whole Atlanta debacle now, now that I've really seen Atlanta for its true colors, Excuse us, everybody. The dog's barking. Maybe does not agree with my take. <laughs> but I would say Drew Brees is probably going to take, take that one in the matchup there. And also in the running back column, Nick Chubb, Chris Carson, doesn't get that much better than that, especially when you're looking at Kalen Balazs and Lev Bell on the other side. Um, I think for me, it's going to really come down to this San Francisco-Baltimore game for Josh. With Tevin Coleman and Debo playing, uh, he's been really hot on Debo. But, I mean, Baltimore D, man. That's tough. They looked unbeatable. Yes. You should know <laughs> firsthand, man. It was not a good game. No. Especially uh, you know, when you consider yourself good offenses and offensive team.
2: Yeah, we Just, got we got whooped, and yeah. I mean the Niners are gonna be having a tough matchup against them. Um, what really what really has it here for me, Owen, is that Josh only has one player on Thursday, which I think is a bonus. So you definitely want to stay away from those. Hunter has one, two, three. Four people going on Thursday. So those Thursday matchups, especially on Thanksgiving, like it seems like those games are always a little more low-scoring. Everyone wants to get home to their families
0: and eat turkey. As from what I understand, they they kind of are a little bit on the higher side. I don't know. That's just from my perspective. I'm always watching the Thanksgiving games. Cowboys kind of always, always play, and I'm always watching. They always seem to be on the highest scoring. But I don't know. I kind of like the Thursday night uh, games, this coming up. So we'll see. Uh, if I gotta pick one side, it's gonna be Josh. I mean, well, I'll I'll, I'll do the will let you do the honors.
2: Yeah, I think I will pick. Okay. Because it will give you a chance to be the contrarian. Yes. I will pick Josh.
0: Well, shit, Hunter, <laughs> do not let me down.
2: So you're going with Hunter because you got to stay in the uh, in the pick 'em there. So very interesting. We'll see how it plays out. But the next matchup up, we got the Fireball Finger Blasters at two and ten. Versus cooking with Dalvin, Jared at nine and three. So in this one, uh, Jared has the early projected win here by just two points. Um, no more bye weeks. Those are all over, so that's good. Um, I think the cat just meowed. Did you hear that, Owen? <laughs> I sure did. Very interesting. Um, here comes my allergies. The animals are going crazy in the house tonight during this episode. Um, I guess they're just uh, guest, guest, uh, spotting? Uh, guest spotting. I don't know, whatever the word is. So in the quarterback spot. You there. We got Jameis Winston versus Matt Ryan. We got Bo Scarborough and Alvin Kamara versus Philip Lindsay and Aaron Jones. In the wider receiver spot, we got Mike Evans and Jarvis Landry versus Amari Cooper and Golden Tate for Diego. In the tight end spot, we got Robert Robert Griffin, Ryan Griffin uh, versus George Kittle. And in the flexes, we got DK Metcalf and Brandon Cooks on Jared's side versus Emmanuel Sanders and Joe Mixon on Diego's. So in this one, Owen, what are you thinking about these matchups, and how do you see it playing out?
0: Well, I'll definitely see Jameis Winston taking the bench this one with Patrick Mahomes going up against Oakland. So that's going to be a huge advantage for him, unless Matt Ryan. come I mean, seeing what we saw from him last week, that was pretty dang tough. And he definitely has the potential to do that again.
2: In New Orleans on Thursday, it's going to be a tough one.
0: Yeah, especially bouncing back off that Sunday just terrible outing yeah i could see uh patrick mahomes taking that one as far as bo scarborough and alvin kamara for jared i don't know i mean i it's very safe to me but i don't see a whole lot of ceiling there Uh, yeah and with the playoffs locked in
2: and the one seed or the the bye week locked in as well he doesn't have much to fight for so maybe that's why you could just throw out a team and beat diego and move on Diego, though, locked into Toilet Bowl. Nothing to fight for here as well. So this matchup doesn't really mean a whole lot in terms of the league.
0: But, Owen, who are you going to take in this one? Actually, I will go first. I will take Jared. Okay. Well, let me tell you why I think Diego Diego can actually pull this one off. Let's hear it. Well, with with Mari Cooper having just a total goose egg last week, I think he comes back strong. Cowboys have a lot to play for, a lot on the line against a tough matchup in Buffalo. I expect him to have a big game. Aaron Jones as well. The absolute whipping they took from San Francisco, they need to make a statement uh, coming against the Giants, who are very soft in that department. Uh, Golden Tate, I think he's dealing with some sort of concussion. I could see him taking the bench for Robert Woods against Arizona, who's a very soft pass defense. Um, And I could see him actually having a breakout game. So there's a lot of breakout potential for Diego this week on a game where Jared doesn't necessarily have to play um, for the ceiling this week. So... I think there's quite a chance that Diego could pull this one off if he really puts the effort into it.
2: Well, we will find out. So you're going to be taking Diego this week. I take Jared. Yeah. So let's take a look at the next matchup. Team Knock on Wood, if you're with me. David at 7-5 and five versus Zeke of Nature. Tavo at 3-9. and nine. So in this one, it's Tavo's Deshaun Watson versus Aaron Rodgers on David's side. In the running back spot, we got Ronald Jones and Austin Eckler. Uh, It's actually probably going to be Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler versus Jamal Williams and Devin Singletary. In the wide receiver spot, Tavo has Michael Gallup and Alshon Jeffrey, who is currently out. Probably Thielen. Uh, In the wide receivers for David, he's got Michael Thomas and DJ Chark. In the tight end spot, Jack Doyle versus Darren Waller. And in the flexes, Tyler Boyd and Tyra Williams versus T.Y. Hilton and Terry McLaurin. That's a lot of T's. Tiz. So, Owen, the projections have this one heavily in favor of David. 21 point victory there, 82% to 18. And I'm going to make this real easy on you, Owen. I'm taking David.
0: All right. Don't make me pick Tavo. I'm not picking Tavo. There's no way you can make me. I would rather take the one guaranteed cup of water (laughs) than choose in my fate.
2: All right. You're taking taking David. (laughs) I'm taking
0: David. I'm not even going to go into Tavo's team until he can actually put up a lineup. that's yeah. complete,
2: and I mean he can put up a lineup that actually is in, is contender worthy for this matchup, yeah. but I just don't see uh, I don't see David losing this one to
0: yeah. be honest with you. So he's got a good matchup this weekend as far as uh, his team.
2: This next matchup though, Owen, is going to be very interesting for yourself. <sighs> so this one is what your whole season rides on. This is Steve at six and six, the Shrimp Fried Geese versus the money Moneybags, Christian at eight and four. So in this one. Uh, It's Lamar Jackson versus Dak Prescott. It's Mark Ingram and David Montgomery versus Barkley and Elliott. It's Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham versus Hopkins and Hill. Uh, It's Zacherts versus Hollister. In the flexes, we got DJ Moore and Stefan Diggs versus Derrick Henry and Julian Edelman. So on both teams here, very star-studded. Uh, very exciting to see how it plays out. Steve's team has really panned out these last few weeks here with all of his guys coming to play finally, and he's looking dangerous for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm liking it across the board. This is honestly going to be a really good matchup. One to watch. This, to me, if we weren't playing, this would be my matchup of the week. Uh, let's break it down just from the top down. Dak Prescott, man, he, he can actually get it done. And despite the, the troubling eight points he got last week against the Patriots, Considering conditions and everything with the, you know being in New England, it's it, that's a tough place to play. So I think he comes back a little bit better, doubling what he has. Uh, Lamar Jackson though, actually, look for him to have a a somewhat, a, not necessarily. I don't. I don't want to say average because he's just playing above average. Yeah. But well, I'll they're
2: s- they're playing the Niners, so yeah, I think I, that's to your point there. The Niners are a very good defense, and yeah. they could easily. Uh, stymie him a bit
0: yes that's and that's exactly what i'm saying is lamar jackson Mark Ingram. that's that's to me san francisco is looking like the number one defense now and i just don't see the ceiling there you could play them nonetheless but i think dak prescott saquon barkley in those two spots might end up taking the cake there but david montgomery even going against a very top uh, soft defense in detroit he just has not been very reliable as well as the whole chicago team so that's question mark for me, of course. Zeke Elliott, he has my vote there. Devontae Adams, he's been off and on. Last week had a good game, but a little bit off and on. I kind of like him a little bit better than D-Hop. And I think when it really comes down to it this week, Christian's been getting a lot of help from Derrick Henry and going against that tough Indianapolis uh, run defense. It's going to be interesting to see if he can get another 20, 30-point game from him. But DJ Moore, Stephon Diggs, I like those a lot overall.
2: Well, let me Owen, let me give you my take here. So Sure, sure, sure. I believe Christian's going to win. That's what I'm picking. Um Yeah. Just kidding. Oh. I'm picking Steve. Okay. All yeah, right. I think he's I think he's going to win. Um his team's actually looking very good, like I've said, and I just wanted to make you scared a little bit, make you think you had to pick Steve in the, the pick 'em. Yeah. The I didn't. fear was in my eyes, I'll tell you that. I know. Once. I saw it. But I'm going to pick Steve. Um so I take it you're going to take Christian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a good matchup though. It's the projections have it 129 to 145 in Swoosh's favor, but looking at the talent, I think it just does overcome Steve's. Uh, yeah, it's very Steve's it's
2: team. it's going to be very equal though. I mean, it's two great teams going up against each other, so I'm excited to see how that one plays out. It's going to have a lot unlike those other matchups prior, it's going to have a lot to do with what happens in the playoffs. So, very interesting. Last Good matchup, luck, though, Owen, uh, the last preview of the regular season on our podcast wow.
0: here. It comes down to this. Yourself
2: versus <laughs> myself. And the early projections here have it 48% to 52% in wow. favor of you, uh, 126 to 125. So in this one, Owen, quarterbacks, Kyler Murray versus Kirk Cousins. Running back, McCaffrey and Gurley versus Fordnette and Jacobs. In the wide receiver spot, we got Cooper Cup and Christian Kirk versus Keenan Allen and Tyler Lockett in the tight end spot. We got Mark Andrews and Jared Cook in the flexes. We got myself. I got. Uh, I currently have some fake flexes because I'm psyching you out versus Miles Sanders and John Brown for you. So my flex is Owen, probably going to be Devonte Parker
0: and uh, Damian Williams. Yeah, I mean, I, man, I suggest Matt Breida. I mean against Baltimore. If he plays, Pod- I'll probably play him. Okay. We'll
2: see. Um, but he's still uh he's still hurting a little bit. He's got that ankle injury. So uh Owen, oh, I am very excited about this week. So I hold your fate in my hands.
0: Let me know what's gonna be your keys to victory. My keys team. to
2: victory this week will be Christian McCaffrey versus the Redskins and besides the obvious my Rams players against the Cardinals.
0: Rams okay. Also
2: Christian Kirk against the Rams. Rams looked terrible, (laughs) and uh, I told you it was on Sunday, Owen. You weren't listening to me because you told me you started to tune it out, but I was telling you my plan with Kyler Murray, um, and if Lamar Jackson had a good week on Monday, that I would probably play Kyler, especially against the Rams because of that running ability, and I'm playing him.
0: All right. No, I I like it. The Rams definitely weren't looking like the the defensive past, and Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk could be a stack that could really get it done for you.
2: Yep. What are your keys to victory?
0: As for me, I'm looking directly at Leonard Fournette. The amount of touches he got last week, if he can just get some more equal to the touches, I think he can overcome that tough Tampa Bay uh, rush defense. But Josh Jacobs, as long as he doesn't get pulled, then I think he'll be decent. I think my running backs are going to be the ones to keep me into this game big time. I think overall, running backs here are my key to success. And of course, Kirk Cousins coming off a bike in Seattle. I think that's going to be huge there um yeah nice monday
2: night matchup uh you don't you have him monday i don't have anybody on monday so that's a bummer you always hate to see that but love to see it. i'm excited to see how this one plays out like i said i want to hold your fate in my hands yeah uh if you lose and i control my own destiny you control your own destiny but if you lose it's not looking good um you're just gonna need steve to take a loss as well so yeah. it looks it's, like it's gonna be a very crucial week 13 and i can't wait to see how it all plays out but Thank you, everybody, for coming back to another episode of ESFFL, the podcast. Uh, We do appreciate it. We will be back with you next week at a normal Wednesday show. Uh, So happy Thanksgiving and
0: good luck in week 13. On to the playoffs.